Dear listeners, are you tired of the endless cycle of fad diets and extreme measures? It's time to wake up to a better weight loss solution with Robody. As someone who's been through the ups and downs of weight loss, I know firsthand the challenge of trying to find what will stick. That's why if I qualified for Robody today, I'd jump at the chance for a scientifically backed program that supports long-term success. With Robody, you'll gain access to the most popular weight loss shots on the market, paired with personalized lifestyle changes. Over 200,000 people have already chosen Row to help them lose weight. Say goodbye to the roller coaster of weight loss dreams and hello to sustainable, real results with Robody. Go to row.co slash snoozecast. Sign up today and you'll pay just $99 for your first month and $145 a month after that. Medication costs are separate. That's ro.co slash snoozecast. designed to help you fall asleep. On SnoozeCast, we read excerpts from public domain works and occasionally original stories. Listen to us on snoozecast.com, like our Facebook page, or follow us on Instagram. We'd like to thank our listeners. If you enjoy our show and use an iPhone, please write us a review on the Apple Podcasts app. Also, share it with a friend. This episode is supported by Waking Up from the Perfect Amount of Sleep. Tonight, we'll be reading Aladdin and the Wonderful Lamp, a story out of the Blue Fairy Book edited by Andrew Lang in 1889. Aladdin is a Middle Eastern folk tale and is one of the tales from the Book of One Thousand and One Nights, otherwise known as the Arabian Nights, since it first appeared in the early 18th century. Aladdin has been one of the best known and most retold of all fairy tales. get cozy. Close your eyes. Relax your body into the softness of your bed. Now, take a few deep breaths. Aladdin and the Wonderful Lamp There once lived a poor tailor who had a son called Aladdin, 
a careless, idle boy who would do nothing but play ball all day long in the streets with little idle boys like himself. This so grieved the father that he died, yet, in spite of his mother's tears and prayers, Aladdin did not mend his ways. One day, when he was playing in the streets as usual, a stranger asked him his age, and if he was not the son of Mustafa the tailor. I am, sir, replied Aladdin, but he died a long while ago. On this the stranger, who was a famous African magician, fell on his neck and kissed him, saying, I am your uncle and knew you from your likeness to my brother. Go to your mother and tell her I am coming. Aladdin ran home and told his mother of his newly found uncle. Indeed, child, she said, your father had a brother, but I always thought he was dead. However, she prepared supper and bade Aladdin seek his uncle, who came laden with wine and fruit. He presently fell down and kissed the place where Mustafa used to sit, bidding Aladdin's mother not to be surprised at not having seen him before, as he had been forty years out of the country. He then turned to Aladdin and asked him his trade, at which the boy hung his head while his mother burst into tears. On learning that Aladdin was idle and would learn no trade, he offered to take a shop for him and stock it with merchandise. Next day, he bought Aladdin a fine suit of clothes and took him all over the city, showing him the sights and brought him home at nightfall to his mother, who was overjoyed to see her son so fine. The next day, the magician led Aladdin into some beautiful gardens a long way outside the city gates. They sat down by a fountain, and the magician pulled a cake from his girdle, which he divided between them. They then journeyed onward till they almost reached the mountains. Aladdin was so tired that he begged to go back, but the magician beguiled him with pleasant stories and led him on in spite of himself. At last, they came to two mountains divided by a narrow valley. We will go no farther, said the false uncle. I will show you something wonderful. Only do you gather up sticks while I kindle a fire.